2: Hello and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. I am your friendly neighbourhood host, Dre Harrison. And with me for the first time on this podcast network, all four of us are in the house. Say hi to Kieran. Hello. Hannes here. Hello. <laughs> and Charlie's here too. Hello. Wonderful. Like I love it. we just got the the hello's got more and more zany as we went down the line. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: That was that, that was fact. I love that you guys have got the spirit. I I love that. The the, the the spirit. So how are you guys doing tonight?
1: The same thing has happened. <laughs> we're good. We're doing we're good. Collectively, <laughs> We're doing great. Apart from Kieran.
0: Yeah, Sorry. I'm having a dreadful day. Um <laughs> I will I will tell everyone what happened because I did it on Twitch <laughs> a few minutes ago, but I don't want you to miss out listening on the podcast. I want to bless your ears with my day. So I've still got COVID um, and this morning I woke up with a bad back and I feel sad. So oh. yeah. Ho-
2: hopefully some of these questions will cheer you up now. I think they
0: might, Dre. I think uh, they might.
2: Good. We. we, we, we I, I love the optimism. So, uh, OK, so. Here's what we thought we'd do, because this is the first time all four of us together. Understandably, you might not know any of us. You might certainly might know some of us. Who knows? But uh, we thought it would be a good time to get to know us a little bit better. So by doing that, our friend and yours, Katie, wrote us 20 questions for us to answer in a sort of meet the team sort of special. Um, So hopefully by the time we get through these 20 questions together, we'll be able to guess what the point of all this was. No, I'm joking. That's a different game of 20 questions. What we really mean is hopefully you'll get to know us a little bit better about F1, about us as people. There's some, again, there's some great questions in here, So I hope really, really hope you guys uh, come through this podcast a little bit better for it. And hopefully you're a little bit on page with the rest of us, basically. So here's, here we go. Question number one, and I'll, I'll go around the table here on this one. So... uh First question, starting off with a nice and easy one. Your favourite race of 2022. So what was your favourite race of last season? So, let's go Kieran first on this one, shall we?
0: Uh, Thank you. I I think uh, it's difficult. I'd have a few races up there, um, but I'd have to go into Lagos just as a whole race weekend as well. I don't think there was a better race weekend, and the race itself was fantastic. Maybe Silverstone would be up there, but yeah. I'm going to I'm going to be snappy because I think other people might say the same thing. So I'll I'll go with Interlagos for me.
2: In- Interlagos. Um Hannah, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, it's Brazil for me. I have to say I thought there was just a bit of everything at Brazil and you had people colliding, teammates clashing with opinions and of course we had a new race winner in George Russell, which people don't talk about enough, I don't think. But yeah, I really liked I like Brazil. So the same. <laughs>
2: Charlie, is it, is it free for free?
3: No. Oh, Ooh. I mean, some people might think this is a bit overrated, but I'm going with Silverstone.
2: Ah, I see what you did there from, from Hot Takes Wednesday. Very good.
3: <laughs> I Very do good. listen, I told you. Mm. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It was just, I mean, not only did I attend it, but so that was great because I got to meet some friends, but it was just a great race overall. It had drama and just a little bit of everything, wasn't it?
2: Oh, look, it's, it's a completely... <laughs> i feel like i've been typecast as the person that said yes it was a bit overrated you did
0: that's exactly (laughs) what you said
2: i still just because it was overrated doesn't mean i don't think it wasn't a great race um they 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 can be independent thoughts um like i i look it's, it's a tough one for me because i thought there were five or six that i think were all Pretty darn good, and I think could have been contenders. Um, so, uh, some honourable mentions: Bahrain opening race I thought was really good. I thought Saudi Arabia with Verstappen versus Leclerc I thought was an excellent race. Um, I thought that was up there. I think Kota was a great race this year with. Verstappen trying to chase down Leclerc and Hamilton at the end, Vettel up the order. Um, totally unbiased opinion, of course. Um, look at the Alonso Stroll incident. There was a lot of drama there as well. So I, thought, I thought Cota was right up there as well. Um, Hungary, I thought, was pretty good. Um, so if if I really had to come down to it, I think I'd probably take into Lagos as well. It, it went to that next level for me of potential all-time great um, with... Again, Verstappen Hamilton clashing George Russell v Hamilton at the end. Um, plenty of overtakes, plenty of action. The Red Bull the, the, um, team drama at the end as well. I, I think I'd probably go Brazil, but again, I think there were four and four or five very viable contenders, hence why I said I thought it was a bit overrated. All right, just 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 <laughs> just, just thought I'd clarify that. Um, but um, yeah, so that's our favorite race of the year. Now, this is going to be an interesting one. Question two. Which current driver would win in a Hunger Games scenario? (laughs) This is a fun one. Like, uh, so who's volunteering?
1: I think that Bottas would be pretty nifty with a bow and arrow. I think he's, you know, that kind of guy that knows what he's talking about in the wilderness. He'll be able to pick the right fruit not just fruit, but food, I mean, to eat, you know, to keep it healthy, to keep yourself healthy. I that's just a think man who he... knows
0: his fruit. <laughs> that's a man who knows his
1: fruit. I honestly think he would just be an expert at all things living in the wilderness. And, you know, that's a key point about how to survive the Hunger Games. So, yeah, Bottas for me.
3: I am And as you can tell, Hannah I've thought
1: deeply into this.
3: Yeah, I'm going to back Hannah up. I went with Valtteri Bottas as well. Um, I mean, he loves a river. He ain't afraid to get naked. <laughs> he like get rid of them clothes. He's in the wilderness now. I'm not um, sure that
2: helps a survival scenario. Somehow, I think it but... does.
3: You could use clothes for many a thing. You could make a make a swing out mm-hmm. of his clothes. I don't know, but he it no, no, I,
0: I, Charlie yes. could I ask you to elaborate on that thought. So he, he <laughs> makes a swing out of his clothes, and then what happens?
3: And then he swings upon his prey, like Tarzan, naked. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he could just, probably keep a little checking. cloth, maybe just to check the protective areas, but... Okay. Like, yeah. So we're keeping
0: some decency in this scenario. Of course, of course. Okay, it's yeah.
3: Valtteri Bottas we're talking about.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry for questioning you.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I just... I mean, he likes the snow. He's good in the snow. He likes a sauna. So he can... Extreme conditions, he can handle both.
2: Sure. What do you reckon, Kieran?
0: I don't know. I, I I've been thinking about this in depth. Um, since you guys started talking about it, so actually not that in-depth at all. I There's something about Kevin Magnuson that keeps coming back to me. I think he is a man who is brutal. The Viking I think vibes? I think he'd have an aggressive start. We've seen that a few times this season. So I think he'd probably get a few nicks and wounds in on people like on the run into the circle. You know, that thing, you can either run backwards or you can run into the middle. <laughs> uh, he'd go straight into the middle, take a couple of legs off people, but then in doing so would break his own leg. Which would mean he'd have to go and hide away for a little bit, and then come back. And I think he would just sort of end up around that midfield where no one's really looking for him, and then he'd probably let let them starve out because he'll have eaten Yuki Sonoda in the process. <laughs> so that, that's that's what my mind went to. What about you, Dre?
2: Um, I did like the botass thinking. I mean, let's be real here national service exists in Finland, he's military trained. Um, he probably ticks a lot of boxes there. Um, it's not the fun answer I did like the Magnuson answer That was where my mind went when I first thought of it You know, the whole Viking vibe of, of K-Mag And you know, not afraid to get his hands dirty um, When it comes to hand-to-hand combat I mean, was it three black and orange flags last year in F1? Uh, was not afraid of um, of sending it um on, on the early occasions. So I was probably thinking K Mag, even though Valtteri is pro- is absolutely a valid answer, even if I'm not sure he deserves to be compared to Tarzan. Um, which I think is quite funny, um uh, if I if I do say so myself. But yeah. I can
0: I can imagine George Russell just go, going around slapping people for some reason. That's a, a vivid image I've got. Everyone else has got weapons and George Russell's just like slapping.
1: Is that how he's gonna win the Hunger Games?
0: No, I don't think he'll win, I think he gets torn to shreds immediately. But I just I I imagine that's his technique.
2: Okay. Do you think he's gonna do it like via dueling glove? Like he'll just take his white glove and just go basically. Well,
0: I think I think he would slap. Imagine this, he's slapping and then he stands up very straight and like hoofs his shoulders down and like goes, Oh like I he's kick. frustrated <laughs> at having to be. Yeah. He'd be very <laughs> British in, in this. Um but yeah, I think he's a hand-to-hand combat kind of guy
2: oh yes we're going to have we, we, let's fight like it's like dudley from street fires like let's fight like gentlemen under, i thought you under...
0: meant harry potter <laughs> no, <I'm...
2: laughs> good thought but uh, mm. I, I, I can see why you might think that but, I was, I was but thinking... last year i had one win <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that accent was but we'll go with yeah, it yeah um... i'm
0: very sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay this is okay question three and this is going to be a good one which circuit do you think is the most overrated and underrated on the current calendar? This is like a nice little tie into our circuit tier list. That video is coming out early next week if you haven't seen it already. Or if you want our full thoughts, you can go back on our podcast earlier in the week and probably talked about it in great detail. There is a video version of that as well coming out early next week. But uh, so it's a little bit based in that. But uh, overrated and underrated track on the calendar. I wonder where I'm going to go with this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh charlie let's go with you first on this
3: one um overrated i think i am gonna go with australia Mm. okay i just i don't know why i just never really enjoy it i don't know if it because it drags me out of bed at a ridiculous time in the morning and that's why i have a bit of a hatred towards it but i just i don't know and i feel like it's one that's quite hyped by everybody else like everybody looks forward to australia and i'm just like they're like "Uh yeah Like, I don't. And I feel like that's why it's a bit overrated. Underrated, I'm going to say Canada. Because that provides, like, an incredible race pretty much every season. But I don't feel like they're ever talked about enough.
2: Mm. Okay. no. That's a fair point. Also, I love that Katie, who sent the questions in in the chat, immediately went justice for Australia in capital letters. <laughs> I think mean, that's yes. I think that's perfect. I'll I'll, I'll take he this. He loves one. Daniel
3: Ricardo, though, so I expected that from Katie. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a fair point. That is a very fair point. I guess he's it, it, gone. Um <laughs> You cynic, Kieran. <laughs> but um
0: Oh, it's factual.
2: <laughs> you're not wrong, but geez, you didn't have to say it like that. Damn. Um me, I would say overrated Monza I would say at least it's over quickly most of the time because it's a very fast race it's normally done in about an hour 20 um I know like I was a little bit overruled by my peers on that tier list um I was I think I was the lowest of the of the guys that had it ranked I think Monza's a little bit on the overrated side it's great when it rains. Um, I'll say that much, but I think it has a knack of having a lot of DRS trains in the modern era. I think it can get a little bit dull for that reason. Um, I think even Pierre Gasly's win a couple of years ago was a little bit overrated for that reason alone. It was a big old queue in the middle portion of that race, which I don't think will age well, for example. So I think Monza's a little bit on the overrated side, underrated hungry for me. I think like, Hungary, by all accounts, Hungary should not work as a Grand Prix venue. It's it's it was terrible in the V10 era, and like it's gone to hybrids. They've added a couple of the RS zones to it, and it's had just enough. It's added just enough overtaking to that so that passing is doable. And you throw in the unpredictable weather, a lot of tire wear during races, which can often make it more strategic is one of the best rounds on the calendar now. Like, it just has a knack of producing, like, quality races, I, I would say. So I'd probably say Hungary is an underrated track. Um, Hannah, what do you reckon?
1: So I'm struggling a lot with trying to figure out what's the most overrated, but I'm between the three Mons. Monza, Monaco, and Montreal. I don't... Wow. I know, but I think I'm going to go with Monza as well. I I think that the races there are good, but in the grand scheme of things, I feel like people get too... You can't be too hyped to something, let's be real. Well, maybe you can. But, you know, Monza, I feel like people get really excited about it, and it has delivered in the last couple of years, but maybe it hasn't forever. So I think Monza, for me, most overrated, most underrated... I'm going to go with Bahrain. I think people get hyped about it because it's the first race of the season, but people... But that's the only reason it gets talked about, really. I think actually it's a good track. And, you know, the races that happen there are good. I really enjoy them. Uh, So if you take away the fact that it's the first race of the season, I still think it's a really amazing and entertaining track. So I feel like Bahrain is, is underrated.
2: I think, I think that's a great pick. I think Bahrain is a fantastic race, and I think it has been one of the most consistently great tracks we go to for quite a while now. So I think I think that's a great pick, and I love that Jason in the chat says bring back the Bar Rhombus. I'd be okay with that as a sprint race round. Absolutely, <laughs> why not? That was fun when we the one time we ran it with George Russell up the front. And that was great. That was great fun until the puncher.
0: Um, <laughs> and Kieran, yeah. um I'm going to go. So I was thinking Monaco, but I, I'm not sure that is overrated because I think it's already very divisive amongst the fan base. Um, and I can see both sides of it, but I just agree with one side more. But um, I'm going to go with um, Abu Dhabi, yeah, Marina overrated. I, I just think, a bit other than being attached to the last... It's kind of what Hannah said with Bahrain. It's attached with last race of the season. That must be exciting. And it is exciting, like we saw in 21, uh, title decider, but like how much of that race was actually that thrilling or, you know, it it wasn't a great race by any means and very easy to get a lead on. I I didn't particularly, I never particularly enjoy the race other than what it stands for. So I'll go uh, Abu Dhabi for overrated and underrated. I'm going to go Jeddah. Um, And I made the bold call of putting this in S tier when we were doing our tier list video. (laughs) Um, I just think, look, I, I can't be hypocritical and criticize races like Las Vegas and then not also make the same accusations of all being about money um, with Jeddah 2 tracks like that. But on a purely racing perspective, the two races we've had there have both been incredible, potential season highlight races. So I, I feel like I'm not saying it's underrated because no one wants to admit they like it because of the factors around it. I just don't think the racing itself gets mentioned enough as being as good as it is. So I'll go with Jeddah
2: that's a fair point. Like the, 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 last two, the two races we've had, there have been very good. Um, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. There's certainly an argument you can make on that one for under or overrated tracks. Definitely. Okay. Question number one, two, three, four. Okay. Question four. What three races are at the top of your F one bucket list. So what three races would you want to see the most? Um, let's go Kieran first.
0: I'd appreciate it if we could go to someone else first. Sure, if at <laughs> all um, possible.
2: I'll take this one first up. Thank I mean, you. Like I've never been to a Grand Prix, I'll be I'll be open and honest about that fact. Uh, it's just I've never had the money to, or and I'm not I'm not a great flyer, so I've never I've not really been to a, a Grand Prix yet. Silverstone is certainly on the bucket list. I would love to do that. Most likely, will to the clubhouse, so that'll probably be my first Grand Prix. So can't wait for that. I'd love to do Cota. Um, I've always wanted to do America. Um, I, You know, I've I just, well, just being in the country has been on the, on the bucket list for a while. I've got a lot of friends, got a lot of family out there. Um, and to get a Grand Prix would be great. So KOTA is is high up the list for me. And as much as I said it's over, it's overrated, I can't help but Monza, because I, I grew up a huge Ferrari fan. I'd love to make a, a, a pilgrimage to Maranello, see the town, see Ferrari, see the factory. Um, and just see the Tifosi in 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 full song, um, hopefully Montes improved its facilities by then um, <laughs> but uh, as I know last year was a bit controversial in terms of how badly it was run, but I would like to do the Italian Grand Prix at some point, so that's
0: probably my free. uh who wants to go next? I'm ready now. go, on, Karen. <laughs> um a weekend into Lagos, I think just. If it's anything like every time, every time we've seen until Augustus, then yeah, I want it. I want to experience that. I think Suzuka, just because firstly a track we all, we all rate very highly, but also just I think I said this before the the quality of the fans and how lovely and supportive, and just the general vibe of it in comparison to a Silverstone or a Monza, I, I just really respect politeness. So I would like to experience that, and. um My one caveat to this is bucket list, which means I'm doing it with no budget isn't an issue, right? Can I take that for my third one? Absolutely. Las Vegas. Um, (laughs) I I, I hate the idea of the race. I hate everything it stands for. But if I'm (laughs) one of the rich people who can attend with money not being an issue, then I'm there. I'm there.
2: (laughs) Great pick. Uh, Hannah or Charlie, who wants to go next?
3: Charlie, go ahead. Okay. I would say Imola. Great right pick, because I really respect Senna like many people do, and I think it would be a great place to go and you know like almost like feel like his presence kind of thing around there um Singapore, I actually quite love a street circuit, and I think out of the street circuits that we have, Singapore is my favorite, so that is definitely one a night race would be incredible to attend, I think, and then also Brazil. <laughs> Yeah.
2: I had a feeling Brazil might come up a lot here because it's just a great place for a Grand Prix. Great atmosphere, great track, great racing. Totally get that one. Hannah, what do you reckon?
1: It's amazing, we almost all picked different different tracks, but for me, it would be Baku. I would love to go to Baku. Uh, the city just seems, just. I just like the vibe of it. It's a street track, and I think it would be a really entertaining race to watch. Um, then Abu Dhabi, I would love to go to the last race of the season, just for that experience of the finale race and all of that. And also, like we said, if money wasn't an object, stay at a really nice hotel why not and then monaco as well i'd love to go to monaco visit the city and just you know you know be where monaco is walk the track do all of that you know touristy stuff <laughs> i think monaco will be a really great place to go to and also definitely a. I i mean the question says bucket list it would be a, a bucket list place to go to for me
2: yeah, like who who doesn't want to pay for like a hundred grand for a couple of bottles of uh, Don Perignon? You know why why not? Right? If you if you could, right? You know, but, like as a kid, I loved Monaco, so I completely get that vibe. Like like hundred percent. So that's the bucket list. Oh, this is a fun one. Again, leans back to our car launch show a little bit as well. Which team would you like to see you like to see use one of their old liveries again in twenty twenty three? So. If you want to bring back an old livery, what sort of vibe would you go with here? Um, ones that stand out to you. Should I go first on this one again? Uh, <laughs> I see a lot of thinking brains here. Um, <laughs> um, for me, I'm trying to think here of like ones I really enjoyed. I'd like to see Ferrari go a bit back towards their early 2000 days with the, with the brighter red and the more white on the livery. I didn't, look, I've, I grew up a few Schumacher fan the early 2000s Ferraris were beautiful. There were posters on my wall. Um, so that will always hold a special place in my heart. So I would love to see them break that out again, um, if if possible. Um, that's one of my all-time favorites. So yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, just to give it a few more moments of thinking time, I like some of the chat suggestions as well. The, the white red ball from Japan great pick
1: uh,
2: um the jordan 191 livery great pick from sazzy in the chat <laughs> love that um the mclaren chrome
0: has come up a couple of
2: times that oh,
0: oh. well,
2: <laughs> was my take,
1: answer <laughs> you can't Even be giving
3: us time to think and I'll... then
0: taking the answers
3: <laughs> next question <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i'll i'll, I'll go the, the chrome mclaren um and the black mercedes for me
2: yeah. Yeah. Any, any other picks out there? Because look, I get it. The Chrome McLaren is is an iconic livery. I'm not going to argue with that logic.
3: Absolutely. I'm specifically going for the 2010 version. Anything... So it's slightly different. Um, Not really, purely just because it has Jensen's number one on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I think about it, so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's not really the only reason, but I think it is one of the nicer ones to be fair out of the series.
2: Um. Yeah, again a couple more chat suggestions I love because of course you know we've all kind of thought about the McLaren chrome the McLaren golf livery I've seen that one pop up the black Mercedes I've seen come up a couple of times as well um, but yeah like and again the Marlboro Ferrari livery but obviously can't now because tobacco is no longer allowed in F1 which is good but also bad from a purely aesthetic point of view um 2005 <laughs> renault was in there as well the blue and yellow mm, yeah great that is a nice memory. car mm, that is a nice car good pick there um okay this is going to be controversial <laughs> okay you have to remove one team from f1's history ferrari mclaren or williams <laughs> <laughs> So you're the, doc- you're the you're the you're the doctor. You're going to go back in time and delete one team from existence. Which one of the big three are you removing?
0: Uh, d- <laughs> How do we answer this without everyone anyone hating us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Impossible. Good luck.
1: Go, I'm going to go purely based off stats and just say Williams.
2: Oh god. <laughs> Not which that is the right answer?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so seriously I'm not gonna go with McLaren. So I think I would probably go Williams as well. Because f- like F one isn't F one without Ferrari. And as much as like the whole Williams like story absolutely warms my heart and like I love Frank Williams and like that whole thing is just incredible. I just I can't delete McLaren. But I feel like McLaren's probably the easy choice for a lot of like for a lot of people. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna delete McLaren in spite yeah. of Charlie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the right reason. It gives me oh, an
0: easy way out of that question. So, yeah, I'll go McLaren.
2: You, you <laughs> sucker, Kieran. You, you, yeah. you, you kidnap Look, me personally, I grew up a huge Ferrari fan, so I can't get rid of Ferrari. But I also like to think that growing up, the arch nemesis of Ferrari was McLaren, and that made a lot of their fights fun. I grew up when it was Hackett and versus Schumacher um and you know David Coultard was there as well Kimi Räikkönen in his McLaren days what a driver he was when it went in the in the V10 era um so I would probably keep McLaren as well for that sort of rivalry Vibe so I'd probably get rid of Williams if it was me um for that reason so so we went so we had two McLaren two Williams was that Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Well, okay. Interesting. Hard oh, question, Katie. My gosh. Damn. Um. You're trying to like, incite a pylon with these questions. It's it's wild. <laughs> um.
1: In a way, we're all agreeing we should keep Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. But I
3: my
2: here? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> No, you you, you you you'll take your your deletion of, of McLaren. Well, you will like
0: it. No, I was thinking though that like we the thing we don't enjoy is periods of dominance in Formula One. So if you got rid of Ferrari, I mean who knows? Schumacher did it in a Benetton, so it's not saying he wouldn't have won the titles he did, but maybe it would have made it a bit more interesting in the early two thousands. I don't know.
2: He probably goes to McLaren if it wasn't for Ferrari coming along. Like Ron, Ron was sniffing to try and get Schumacher in in the mid 90s. So, like, it, there's a very good chance in an alternate history that uh, Michael ends up driving for McLaren, which is a terrifying and Nightmare-inducing thoughts for this Ferrari fan, if I do say so myself. Also, I love that Katie in the chat with the devil emoji said, yeah, sorry, that was such a tough question. You knew exactly what you were doing, Katie. (laughs) You knew exactly what you were doing. Right, next question. And this is a, a, a bit more current punditry sort of question. How many wins will Mercedes get this season? So going into 2023, how many wins will Mercedes get this season? So are we thinking... They're going to be roughly where they were last year. Uh, maybe did they overtake Ferrari? Get a few more? Maybe a title challenge? Where are you guys out on this one? Remember, there's 23 races this year, so.
0: Would you like me to save some of my bold predictions for tomorrow?
2: If you've got, if you've got them, if you've got them in abundance and you want to spare one, feel free. I don't know how, how deep the bag goes of, of bold predictions. <laughs> like, 12.
0: 12? 12, 12 wow. races.
2: So you're thinking Merckx probably wins the title? Because if you're winning 12 yep. out of 23, you're probably thinking title push. Yeah,
0: I, I guess I've already said that in previous podcasts, but I think Mercedes Constructors winners this year. So I'm, I'm going to go 12, but split between the two of them. Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about half because, I mean, whether I think this will, whether I think this is going to happen or not, this is what I hope, that there will be a title fight, of course. And I can only really see that happening with Red Bull and Mercedes. So in that respect, I'm going to say they're going to win about half. So 11 or 12, but just to be different, I'll say 11.
2: Charlie, what do you reckon?
1: Um, my answer is
3: more than last year, which shouldn't be difficult. Oh, um, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, more
1: than one. So
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to believe that they're back and, you know, they will win those 12 races that we're all saying. And I think, I don't think it would be half and half though. I think it would be more like eight Lewis for George, okay, um, okay. but if we are going with the twelve and the half the races kind of thing, but yeah, I don't really know. Like I say, I just I hope they're back, but I'm not I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket right now.
2: I think you're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't see a title challenge. I think they'll be splitting wins with Ferrari opportunistically in the fight for second. I think they'll I think on the lower end. I'm thinking two or three. I'm thinking. Three. I'll say three. I don't think they're going to overtake Red Bull. Um, I think Red Bull is still going to have the dominant car going through this season. And Red Bull won 17, I want to say, last year at 22. So um, with that in mind, that leaves five left over. I don't think they'll be quite that dominant. So if there's maybe seven or eight left over. Yeah, three. I'm going to say three. Um, I don't think Mercs are coming back this quick personally from where they were last year i think that that, that will take a huge amount of turnaround and i don't i don't think mercs will be right back in the fight that quick after just one off season so i'm gonna say three um i'm gonna look really good if this works out at the end of the season now because everybody and really is
0: else... stupid if it doesn't
3: <laughs> i mean technically i can't be wrong unless they win none mm, I... true or one yeah so... but your,
2: yeah but your answer was was cowardly, like oh okay like more than one. oh okay, great. Just 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 open up like like twenty two different possibilities
3: here'm well, oh. I, I mean think smarter, mm. think smarter or be a coward.
2: um
0: <laughs> Charlie, could you also do me a favor again? Could you say half and half again?
3: Half and half?
0: That's amazing. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <trying>. <laughs> Just, just are you
2: taking the mickey out of the fact that Charlie nope. from Somerset?
0: Is that uh, it? No, no, I think that's one of the, the nicest things I've ever heard in my life, and it's really nice Aww. and it reminds me of Hot Fuzz. So,
3: yeah, <laughs> great, thank you.
0: Can you say, check out his horse, please? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Check out his horse.
0: Oh,
2: well, that's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, that,
3: that's not
2: That was too on the nose, you see. You, you gotta, you, it's gotta be a bit more natural than that. Although, to be fair, any reminder of Hot Fuzz is a good thing because that's a fantastic movie, if Absolutely. I do say so myself. So, one of my all time favorite comedies. Um, yeah, great, great shout, if I do say so myself. Oh, this is a good one. If you could immediately promote one F2 driver to F1, who would it be and why? It's one for the F2 fans out there. So if you could immediately promote someone, who would it be from F2? Now uh, We now know what the full grid is. That was finally confirmed earlier this week. Um, let's go Charlie first on this one. Um,
3: Right now, I think... Um, Theo Porcher because he is talented enough to be in Formula 1 and I'm worried that if he doesn't win the F2 title this year with him being his third year that the opportunity for him to get to F1 won't arise for him and so basically I'm handing him an out (laughs) to (laughs) to not do another season in F2 and just jump straight to Formula 1 now because yeah I think at the end of the season we'll either see him sink or swim and we, we you know with the like, there's there are some incredible rookies like Oli Behrman and Isaac Hadjar, and I think um, yeah he's going to have a run for his money. So uh, yeah, I would I would choose him.
2: It's a great pick. I think Forshare could have easily come up a year ago. Quite frankly, I think he could have come up as a as an as a 18, 19 year old rookie. I think he had the talent from day one. I think he was just a little bit unlucky that they went with Joe Guan Yu instead. No, no respect to Joe. I think he's a solid pair of hands, but I think Poor Cher was the brighter talent in F two by comparison. Um, I would i I'm cheating a little bit here, but Felipe Drogovic should have gotten an F one seat straight away, quite frankly. I mean I, he's not a super sexy pick in that he's a third season guy as well, but he was so dominant in formula two last year. And it he is everything wrong with the current development ladder where a guy can completely run over the field in F2 and there's just nothing for him waiting in the top flight. That stinks. No matter which way you slice it. And I know, it's a can of worms to start guaranteeing seats on the way up in, in the road to F1, and that would require a lot from certain teams to be prepared to keep a seat out in the open. Um, but I would have loved to have seen Felipe Drogovic in an Aston Martin this year, rather than being a reserve driver. That's, that's how I look at it anyway. Um, no disrespect to your man's lance over there, Kieran, if, I, if, if I'm being honest. Oh, no, know.
0: it's fine. he take a, Lon- a Lonzo seat. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure. Uh, you got you got a pick for that, Kieran?
0: I'm going Push Air as well. Um, mm. My main reasoning for this is when I got F1 Manager um, the first time I played it, and, you know, it's, it's quite a clunky system when you're using it on console rather than on PC. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it wasn't available on Mac at the time, and that's what I was using, but my MacBook has just died. Um, so I was playing it, and I didn't quite realize I was. Trying, I wanted a new reserve driver for my Haas team. Um, but what I accidentally did was fire Mick Schumacher the second race of the season and bring in Paul chair straight into a race seat. Um, and he achieved two podiums in his first season, which was in the 2022 wow. Haas. So yeah, he's got he's got my backing.
2: Like for those for those guys who want F one manager saves, Oscar Piastri's pace, cheat code in F one manager. Yeah.
0: It always spins out for me though. I don't know about yeah. you, but it's, maybe it's because I always put him very aggressive, smooth, on high fuel.
2: That's probably what's doing it. It's yeah, smooth. I think it,
0: it's me. I think it's me
2: because it, it's smoothness. Rating's really low, but pace is like a completely busted stat in F1. Managers so like if if you, if if those guys who are new to the game, bring Oscar Piastri into your race team and um, <laughs> thank me later is what I would say. Um, Hannah, you, you you gonna pick out there?
1: Yeah, I'm also going with Chair. I feel like he has already had that experience in FP1 in in Cota, and we're all agreeing. But I think, uh, I think it's pretty obvious. I th- he's showed some, you know, uh, really good performances in F2 in 2022, and he would be my pick.
2: Yeah, well, three of us went Porsche. Sure. That's, that's good. look, I, I completely get it. He, he probably should have been an F1 by now. He's unlucky not to have been completely fair in that sense. A non F1 question here next up. Um what would be or what three courses would make up your dream dinner menu? This this is a good question. Um
0: someone's been listening to off menu. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um what would what three courses would make up your dream dinner menu? Um, ooh, this is a great
0: question. Um I've got this ready to go if you want me to start off. Go please, Kieran, by all means. Okay. So we're starting off um i can get i can have anything i want
2: yeah right? absolutely mm-hmm. yeah absolutely okay
0: so to start off i'm gonna get cheesy garlic bread from pizza hut <laughs> and that's gonna be my starter um and i'll have Papa doms and i'll have uh still water that's just an off-menu reference no one will understand Um, <laughs> then for my main i'm gonna get a domino's margarita Okay. with a side of wedges from papa john's <laughs>
1: really mixing the brands here
0: yeah for, for, for my dessert um i'll have a calippo, a calippo. <laughs> little ice lolly uh, for those of you who haven't experienced a calippo they're hard to find these <laughs> days and they also do a thing called calippo shots which are like little ice balls and it feels really nice in the summer um but yeah that's my that's my meal <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's, I,
0: I agree with katie in
2: the chat there's a lot of bread and cheese going on here that
0: is, is genuinely <laughs> this isn't a bit that is all i eat on a daily basis <laughs> that's maybe why i've been so unwell
2: <laughs> i was, was like the still water was, was that a goodness gracious me reference by any chance
0: no, it was an off-menu reference.
2: Oh, I see. I see. I don't
0: know what. What's a goodness gracious me?
2: Oh, it's the BBC <laughs> comedy from from the nineties. I, oh, I, I wasn't.
0: I wasn't around then.
2: Yeah, Sanjeev Bhaskar, great show. Um, but oh gosh, me, I would say I do love a good pizza. So I'd probably, <laughs> I I would probably take a meat feast pizza. Uh, of of just the but the most gourmet sort of like salami and ground beef you could imagine. Um, I, thin like, crust
0: or a thick crust?
2: Thin crust, like like deep pans too much, man. It's like you never finish it in one sitting. And like there's like optimal, there's like an optimal eating range for pizza. where After about fifteen minutes, like the cheese starts to harden and you can't eat it anymore. So you have you, you, you got you got to have it thin. You know what I mean? So okay. um, that's how I'd have it. I, I do love pasta as well. So I'd probably have a spaghetti carbonara. I do love a good carbonara. <laughs> I really do a proper one. Not not with cream, like the Americans think that there's cream in a carbonara, oh, which, no. which is just not sacrilege. Me. Um you 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 can't have that. Um so no, um like a, a proper carbonara would would be wonderful. Um and honestly, I'm a simple man. Like my favorite ice cream, a Hagen-Dazs cookies and cream. I do love Hagen-Dazs ice cream in general and that is my favorite flavor. Um, so I'd probably go with that. A lot of dairy products here. So again, <laughs> it, it, it's probably not going to end well for me, but it's certainly as it's happening, I would certainly very much enjoy it. Um, ladies, anybody want to go next?
1: Charlie, over
3: to you. Okay. This question has just reminded me that I forgot to put my dinner in the slow cooker. So now I have no dinner <laughs> after the stream. Brilliant. Um, It'll but be anyway. up till 3
0: a.m. for a stew.
3: <laughs> but anyway, um, for starter, I would go with the cheesy garlic dough balls from Pizza Express. Mm.
0: Oh. Yes. Um and then a main,
3: yeah. You Where's can get the ones, cheese? You can get ones like coated in cheese, like literally wow. like melted cheese. or are. Oh, well, no like a pa- Are we
0: talking a parmesan or are we talking a mozzarella? Speak to me. No
3: mozzarella, okay. and I think it has like parmesan, like you know, grated it's, on top.
0: It still comes with the dipping, the dipping butter. Yeah yeah okay Cool. that pizza
1: express dip is my favorite thing in the world I might just have that as my main to be honest (laughs) (laughs) for main I would have
3: so my mum cooks a really good chicken wrapped in bacon with roast potatoes oh that's
2: great that's great that sounds sounds great
3: and profiteroles would be my dessert Mm. I think profiteroles are so underrated
2: we're gonna have a dessert tier list one day during the next off season. <laughs> like just 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 to fill the void when we get to this do get to Christmas time, as you do. Anna, what do you reckon?
1: So for starter, I think I'm gonna have bruschetta. I love you know a bit of bread with the tomato-y goodness is great. For Maine, a bit controversial, but I'm a bit of a seafood gal. So I think a seafood platter for me, just massive sharing, why not? For dessert, okay. I went to this restaurant and they had like this dish that had cookie dough cooked, but it was cooked to the right perfect amount where it so was cookies. gooey on the inside.
0: Cookies. Well, no,
1: no, it was cookie dough. It was like this this Is this thing
0: they cooked the cookie dough? It's unbelievable.
1: No. <laughs> but it wasn't cooked enough to be a cookie. It was like mush.
0: So it's like in a. You can get that
1: at Pizza Hut. It,
0: it's in a suspended oh. state of being.
1: <laughs> and then you have a little bit of ice cream on top, and it was the best dessert I've ever had. So that's what I would have. That's a pizza cookies. Hut dessert. Is, okay, that fine. Is cookie that dough. is a Pizza Hut dessert. Yeah.
0: It is. It yeah, just it's is. cookie
1: dough. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, no, you
0: were like, oh well, it's cookie dough, but you cook it.
1: No, but only for like thirty seconds, so it's like crispy on the top, and then you dig, and then it's mushy. Yeah, it's hot cookie dough.
0: <laughs> I know exactly what you mean because <laughs>
2: it's just quite.
1: Leave a... it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it, it's like one day there'll be a great debate about whether what hannah has described is a cookie or actual cookie though like like <laughs> talk amongst yourselves on online and send in your feedback to hannah wtf1 on instagram I, I, She, she needs, <laughs> yeah, please
1: dm me about this <laughs>
2: she She needs to know your opinions on this as far as i'm concerned because that is, I, that, that is a room splitter
0: I, I will say i on reflection i think i might have been wrong there but I don't want to be abused by people, so I'm sorry, Hannah. I think I know what you mean now.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the apology, Kieran.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can
2: always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready
3: to go the extra mile for you. Call com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you. <laughs> no worries.
2: Okay. This is gonna be this is a fun one. What was the first F1 race you watched?
0: I remember. I was about four. <laughs>
2: I, I, I can remember one. I, I know what mine All was. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah, Go ahead, yeah, yeah. British Grand Prix 1999. Um, f- pretty sure that was the race that Schumacher broke his legs. Um, when he went straight into that wall at cops, um, yeah, that was the f- like because I remember obviously the hospital and obviously the, the ambulance coming out. And the, like, you know, when the mood is a bit somber, like you obviously you, back in the like, 90, you've ever watched 90s F1, you get like the air horn. The, the the air horn sounds all the time, and then the air horns stop because they know it's serious, and it's that sort of thing like stays in your mind when when you watch even even as a kid when you watch it you 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 remember those sorts of moments. So for me, it was definitely British Grand Prix '99 with 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 MSC in the wall, unfortunately, which was a, a happier memory of a first race. But that's the first one that I can remember, and that sticks in my mind quite a lot. So. Have you guys dug up your memory banks and figured out all, which one you're going to remember? <laughs>
0: all I know for sure is that it was a race in the, in 2000 where Ralph was killing it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I've got, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: uh, any any luck? Anybody else out, out here? Ladies? I mean, I
1: don't have to think that far back. It's uh, you know, a few years ago now, British Grand Prix in 2020 was my first race. And from watching that race, I began to love the sport. Uh, it was a great race. I've said it so many times, but Lewis's tyre uh, going on his last lap, max catching, um, almost catching, but not quite. It was so intense. And yeah, I just, I love that race so much. Great first race to have. Actually.
2: Fantastic first race to have. It doesn't get much better than that. Um, Charlie, have you, have you dug into your memory cells to remember?
3: No, not a clue. Like, like I said, like I've said a few times, my dad just used to have it on on a Sunday, so I can't actually remember. Like you know, I was just there, kind of taking in the race, but I can't pinpoint an actual race.
2: No, fair enough. Like some people just aren't aren't great with the uh, with, with saving those sorts of memories. I know for me. But... That one jumped off the page of my brain. So, yeah, I think that's entirely fair enough. Oh, <laughs> I like this one. Which one out of us do you think would win a hot dog eating contest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, where did you get this idea? Um, <laughs> who wins a hot dog eating contest out of the four of us? I- I'd like to think I've got a pretty good chance here.
1: We just have to go with who, which one out of you finished more of your pizza cone.
0: Like, Look, <laughs> I, I do want to take a moment to talk about the pizza sure. cone. By like, all means. It was, it was something I'd seen one day. It was advertised and I, I thought, I've never wanted anything more in my life. It was a pizza folded up with fries covered in cheese. And as we all know, I like bread and cheese. <laughs> and I, I thought, I have to have it. I ordered it, but they said, sorry, we don't have any available. So I was sad. A few weeks later, I'm back in London. It's time to get the waffle. No, not that's stray. That's Dre. The, the <laughs> Pizza cone. Pizza cone. No waffles involved because I'm not a maniac. Um, so it turns up I've got this pizza with chips in, topped with cheese sauce. How do you eat that? I only realized it was in front of you. It was massive. How do you eat that? You've got to tear bits of pizza off, and then you've got to eat the chips with a, a fork. There's no point in the construction. The construction is not aiding the consumption of this meal in any any way. It's actually hindering it. <laughs> so... Um, I, I I can't remember what we were talking about. Hot dogs. Um, I'll go, Hannah.
1: Yeah, fair <laughs> enough.
0: Sure, why not? I mean, like,
2: I like to think I've got a pretty good chance. Um, like, love that. But uh, I've I, I love that Katie clarified in the chat. She was it was meant to be which driver? That's
3: that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> it,
0: it, it wasn't. Well, Charlie, we need your answer before well, we answer my that answer
3: question. was KMAG
0: No, no, to us. Oh,
3: (laughs) oh, I don't know because I I...
0: say say me.
3: All right, it was Kieran. Kieran would eat
0: all the hot uh, dogs. uh, And now, which driver would eat the most hot dogs? K
3: Mag. Cool.
2: I think, given he's such a a a a big food enthusiast, I would probably say Yuki Sonoda. Like, I I think Yuki
0: could could... not much capacity to work with.
2: No, but my my that's never stopped him. My like my man openly admitted that he had to get in shape by going to the gym in the off season. So like I I <laughs> I, I I think Yuki would have a real good chance here. Um, any other thoughts on that? Real quick. Mm.
0: Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Esteban Ocon, big guy. Why? I can just I, I I picture Esteban Ocon right. Picture him. Close your eyes and picture Esteban Ocon.
3: <laughs>
1: sure.
0: Picture him eating a hot dog mm-hmm case closed
1: <laughs> why am I seeing it so vividly
0: I, I... Exactly, it's beautiful, isn't it?
2: It's it's just it's just Kieran's Manchester tones, and I'd say yeah, just picturesque about Ocon. You know,
0: I'm not from Manchester. I'm from Stoke.
2: <laughs> Close enough. Um...
0: <laughs> well, that's what all you Londoners think, isn't it? Oh, they're all up north. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one of those filthy southerners that think the north is anything above Sheffield or something. Basically, so yeah, like it's. I know I'm, I'm terrible like that.
0: It's... That's kind of true. to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you are factually correct.
2: Oh well, 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 but there you go. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: So yeah, I'd say Yuki. I think Yuki's got a great chance there. Um, Oh, this is this is a good wholesome question. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice you could ever you've ever been given. Um, Have a think, um, because this this is an interesting one. Like obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of advice that, that I've had over the years. A lot of it terrible. Personally, if I if I if I do say so myself. Um Best Best piece of advice I've ever been given was by my dad. And it was just a general, you know, way of not worrying so much about other people and being generous. Other people that he'd say to me, Dre, never count the next man's money. And which is ironic because I ended up after that spending six years of my life working in a bookmakers. So I was literally <laughs> spending most of my time counting other people's money. Um, <laughs> so uh, great, great advice, dad, if I do say so myself, but I could see what he was trying to do with that as a as a, as a metaphor. So um, that would be me. But uh, I don't know if, if you guys have had any other tidbits of advice and knowledge over the years um charlie i know you had a great story um regarding us before we went on the air i think i think the people have got to hear it i I think i think it's too good not not to include
3: (laughs) okay so about a year and a half ago i was sending my little cv out to loads of different like motorsport medias and um i emailed the race and katie actually emailed me back saying that my Email had been forwarded to her that I was interested in writing, blah, blah, blah. So she asked if I wanted to apply for an internship. I didn't get it in the long and short of it. Um, But Katie told me to not give up and to, um, you know, keep in mind that other things will come up with WTF1 in the future. And then fast forward to last September, they were looking for freelancers. I applied, I got it, and now look where I am.
2: There, There you go. See, beautiful isn't, isn't that wonderful we all it all came full circle in the end and now look charlie's now full-time of us it's, it's it's beautiful and like you know it goes to show you that you shouldn't give up I And mean, look i had a similar story as well like i applied i applied for the race about four or five years ago didn't get in kept my details and all of a sudden randomly they sent me an email and i'm like oh yeah uh, there, there might be some spots open in wtf1 for you so like you never know where the opportunity might land is what I would say. So like that was the most shocking email I've ever gotten in my life. And I've been on this planet 30 years. So let me tell you, it can happen to anybody. Um, It's a great, great piece of advice. If I do say so myself, Uh, Kieran, Hannah, have you got anything to add to that? (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm, I don't want to be boring, but I feel like I kind of have to be, but Mm. this has helped me. I think just knowing that you have to be your own motivator and if you have goals and things that you want to achieve you are the only person that can make that happen and I know you know sometimes situations mean that you can't do stuff and that's just how it is and uh but you know in the grand scheme of things no one's gonna get up and work for you you have to do it so yeah just be your own biggest motivator
3: I love that
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Kieran. Have you got any any sound advice? I know you've got something <laughs> funny in there that you've been given advice wise over the years.
0: <laughs> well, no, it's genuine. I've, I've got two. I've got two from my time at F One Arcade. If that's what sure.
1: <laughs> Whatever helps.
0: The, yeah, the first one was on the launch of F1 Arcade, and I went to talk to Crofty. And I'd like to clarify after my comments last night. Um, he touched me in a completely normal way, and it was it was sure. great. And we've been talking we've been talking in the DMs today. Um, but uh, he said to me, I, "I like I say, I think he misunderstood what I was saying." But he said to me, "If an old idiot like me can do it, you can do anything," which I thought was deeply profound for one o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> And the other piece of advice, and this is sort of struck with me, and this genuinely gets me through today. Um, it was on F- F1 Arcade on New Year's Eve, and it was from uh, this guy called Matt Gallagher. And he said, as, lo- as long as you're yourself, no one will even notice we've gone. Um, and yeah, I think that's wrong, true. But... <laughs> god bless him matt was ever an
2: optimist wasn't he
0: <laughs> oh no i completely made that up and he did not say oh,
2: that. see see i, I knew you do that you're such an antagonist kieran <laughs>
0: yeah but it's fun oh you're,
2: you're, you're like i've no idea who he is but he sounds like a sound guy um next question which is the best ever bromance in f1 Best ever bromance in F1. I, I do like a good bromance. Um, anybody got any
0: thoughts on this one? Max. Max and Daniel. Mmm. Mm. Great pick. Was that what you were saying, Hannah? I
1: was. I said Max at the same time. So, yeah. Great you want, answer. You,
0: you, say, you say Max, I say Daniel.
1: Max and?
0: And Daniel.
1: <laughs> Why, but, Kieran?
0: That's... You tell
1: him, Hannah. <laughs> I, uh... I feel like their uh, their just relationship was just so nice. I loved it, and especially because you know I feel like on the outside people try to make it seem like it wasn't at all. Um, and it, I'm sure it was competitive, it always is. Um, but I, the obvious answer is is Carlos and Lando, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Max and Daniel. They seem like they're genuine friends as well, which is great.
2: Sure. great shout. Anybody else got any other suggestions for that?
1: I mean, I would have said Carlos
3: and Lando. Obviously. Oh, sure, sure. Um, I just love that their friendship is still very much there as well. Like, and they spend a lot of time with each other out of Formula One. And even after Drive to Survive tried to bring down their friendship, they still got through it. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, still great times together. Kieran, you got one? Max and Daniel, but also just honourable mention to Pierre and Yuki because that is an adorable thing. It's a beautiful thing. On the the secret Santa where Lando got, was it Lando who got Yuki a picture of him and Pierre? Yes, yeah. And it was just the sweetest reaction (laughs) to something Lando probably half Mm asked five minutes before it happened. Yeah, like it was just such an adorable reaction. So yeah, Mm, yeah, that's a great shout.
2: Um, I was gonna say Yuki and, and Yuki and Pierre is a, is a great is a great pair. Um Vettel and Räikkönen, I really enjoyed when they were teammates together. Yeah. Like Vettel really did like bring like a lot of the good out of Kimi Räikkönen, and you, you, I think he loosened up a lot when he was at Ferrari. If you've never seen the Esteban Gutierrez commercial when they when they were at Ferrari together, where Kimi Räikkönen has to say Gway, it's it's hilarious. Like it's really really funny. <laughs> if I do say so myself, but I also whether to say Senna and Prost as well, because I like my the amount of stories that my dad would tell me about Senna and Prost, and obviously watching the Senna docu film about that, like it's it, it's not really a bromance in a sense. It's obviously more of a rivalry, but the fact that those two actually had a lot of deep respect for each other as people is actually quite you know quite chilling. In that you know, everybody thought they hated each other, when it was actually completely not the case. They were genuine friends. They were both devout Christians. They were both very close. And I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever seen Senna, but the, one of the final mm. scenes of that docu series is the funeral, and what set me off emotionally, and I, I openly admit I cried watching the end of it, was seeing Prost hold Senna's race helmet. Like I was, I was, I was mm. holding up okay, but I saw that shot, and I was just like, oh, that one, that that one hits hard. Um, so
0: I guess. Mm. It's kind of akin to Hunt and Louder as mm. well in a lot of mm, ways.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things where you'd think they would hate each other's guts, but it was actually the complete opposite to that. And and it's actually, you know, a little bit heartwarming. Obviously, sad as it is, the Senna is no longer with us. But um, yeah, like Louder Hunt, very similar vibes as well. Like, I think, again, if you've not seen Rush, go out of your way to see it. It's a fantastic open up to that rather. If if Nicky himself bless him before he passed away said it was about 80% accurate, that's pretty damn good going, as far as I would say. Mm. Um, And as a vibe, I think the fact that those two pretty much completed each other as people in terms of personalities and brought out like, bringing them out of their respective comfort zones in that sense, I thought was quite a beautifully well done film. Ron Howard did a tremendous job, uh, as far as I'm concerned with that. So... um, yeah, good, good, fun question coming up next year. This one's going to put you on the spot a little bit here. What is a weird fact you know? What is a weird fact you know? Um, don't all rush in at once, folks. I
1: need a bit <laughs> of time for this.
2: Um, I do know pi. I think to ten decimal places because I was- go, on. go on
0: then. Phil, can you do it but very slowly and paced out? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. 3.14159 slow, slow, slow it slow it okay I'll go 3. again <laughs> 1, 1, 5, 3.14159265359 i want to say
1: um, i've given you enough time kieran
0: yeah, was that,
2: was that was that good enough? Was was that was that was that on the nose? I...
0: Well, I, I I don't know if it was correct or not. <laughs> so, I'm sure some. Yeah, well done.
2: I, I I think like I grew up a huge maths nerd, so like trigonometry and like using pi and obviously using calculators a lot i was just able to i know to be fair in exams they'll just say like use pi to like 3.14 or 1.142 i think it is to three places um and they'll accept that as a correct answer but i grew up a huge maths nerd so i guess that's a nerdy fact um if if that helps like i i know pi to like 10 to 10 to 10 dps um i guess uh, I, 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 that's the best i've got for you um anybody else know any weird facts that uh you, you that you've kept in your heads somewhere at some point
1: i'll go if oh no go ahead like, no you go no no okay. no charlie oh, charlie okay. i insist
3: okay.
0: for the love of god charlie just <laughs> talk.
3: okay um cows moo with different accents really Okay, being oh, from Somerset, I obviously know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they do.
2: They re- like, that that's actually a thing. They have different accents yeah. when they move. Yeah,
3: like different regional accents.
0: Could you give us an example?
3: <laughs> no, no. So let's say <laughs> like an, an
0: an East London cow walks along. What's he sounding like?
3: An East London cow.
0: Oh, sorry, she. She.
3: That's what they sounded like. They sounded like an East London cow. You, you just want
2: Charlie to move <laughs> on a podcast. And it's not oh, it, yeah, and it's, it's yeah, not yeah. happening, clearly. It
3: isn't. Right. No, we,
0: we we've gone too far down this avenue to, for you to let the viewers and the listeners down, Charlie. Let's
2: right, bear well, that in mind. We've
3: all got different accents, so why don't we all
0: move?
3: No, we're good. Uh, okay, you start. No, no, okay. You start. <laughs>
2: I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening, people. Okay. okay. Uh, Hannah, what 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 have well, you got for that
1: one? <laughs> If you wanted to buy a NASA space suit it would cost you 12 million dollars to buy. Really? And that's my f- weird fact.
2: T- 12 12 mil for a space suit. Mm. How the hell yeah. is that?
1: How, how how did you find that out? Like did you want to buy a space suit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know in my uh well, I like. I'm interested in space quite a lot. I like learning about space. Um, oh no, what was the number? I had a, another fact up my sleeve. What was the number? Oh, a million Earths can fit inside of the Sun. That's a banger. That's a really good fact. That that
2: that is that is good and simple and that's a, and, and, <laughs> that's a banger. Love that. Uh, like, um, that's yeah. how, that's how you know it's a good one. Um, uh, Kieran, have you got any other weird facts?
0: I can't think of any like facts off the top of my head, but I I can name every Coldplay studio track released in order, chronologically. Wow, and it's about one hundred and seventy odd.
2: It's I don't know if, if anyone, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the the game show A Moment of Truth with Scylla Black, where you do those sorts of like really crazy challenges, where you can remember things like that. But that is crazy, like the like...
0: yeah, and like if you played me any Coldplay song, if you played half a second of it, I could tell you what it was. <laughs>
2: We have to test it like if we if we're at the clubhouse of something we have to test this out at some point. Like I, I
0: have a fi- I have a feeling management might veto that idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Dre and Kieran sitting there pressing play on a track that we don't get to hear, and Kieran saying the name of a song and you going, Yes. Um but yeah. Yeah,
2: that, that is actually pretty impressive. But uh, yeah, there Thank you go. You.
0: And Coldplay were originally called Starfish. There we go, that's a fact. There
1: you go. Oh. There you go.
0: I just really bloody love Coldplay.
2: Fair enough. That's that, 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 that's, a, that's, a, that's a weird fact. We'll take it. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, okay, next question. We've got about six to go. Um, which sponsor do you wish would enter F1, and which team or driver would they support? So, what would you like to see as an F1 sponsor?
1: I would love to see, like... <laughs> I would love to see, like, Shoe Zone on the side of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, or like Morrison's, or like some like really obscure British shop. I love that you think. I don't Morrison's know what car.
3: In. Tell what? me, Williams wouldn't have waitrose. Oh yeah. <laughs> like...
0: Oh no, whatever, whatever George Russell's in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what car would have shoes on on the side though?
2: Probably something cheap. Has mm-hmm. maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Although that might not fit with them being American. So may, maybe Williams does fit. Maybe Williams with, sho- <laughs> with shoe zone on the car. Come um, on, let's
1: make it happen. That would be the best thing ever.
2: Oh, God. I, I, this is going to be really obscure, but like, as a sports fan, like... I would love to see the days of EuroLeague Formula come back and we have Manchester United on the side of a car Um, because I'm such a sports nerd and that would be cool as heck to have a football team branded car. Um, I know that's going to split people, but I would love to see that. A Manchester United collaboration with Ferrari... I would probably buy every die cast you have of that because that's like my two loves of sport coming together like a complete nerd. Um, so that would be pretty cool. if I. That would be it. pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, Kieran, what do you reckon?
0: I don't know if I can say it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I've
0: like, I- I thought of it like a whole advertising campaign and a slogan, but I I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on here.
1: <laughs> Rob,
0: well, they've told me to be more edgy, so maybe... I- so I'm on the Mercedes uh-huh. sponsored by Love Honey.
2: What what's what's that? You can
0: research <laughs> that in your own time, bro. Um and it's on this, underneath the logo it says bouncing but for your pleasure.
2: Oh no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Was that too far? Am I going to get fired for that? I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're
2: not, no, because that's what you wanted to do. Like, like it's going to be interesting to see if that makes the cut. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll soon find out, is what I would say. Like, Charlie, have you got a suggestion?
3: Um, I'd probably go for something quite boring, like Jordan's or Nike or something. And I think they would probably sponsor, um, Lewis or like Pierre. I think Pierre actually went for dinner with Michael Jordan like last he year. He did, he
2: did as well, I do remember that, yes.
3: And Michael Jordan owns the NASCAR team, so it kind of makes, it would make sense. <sighs> I went for a sensible answer, yeah. unlike some. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, oh,
0: yeah, Hannah, <laughs> you loser.
2: <laughs> How dare you suggest shoe zone? I mean, what else could
0: it... <laughs> um That is funny.
2: <laughs> like I said, it'd be interesting to see if that makes it in. Um, I'll be I'll be listening in on that one. Uh, I do love that multiple people in the chat all said Greg's as well, which I thought is just a great. That is a a great suggestion I mean, if
0: Greg's is on the old Renault, on the old Renault, they've
2: already got a clothesline with Primark, so why not? You know, at this point, what
0: Primark? Yeah, (laughs) what did you just
1: say? I didn't even recognise what you were saying. It was so crazy. Primark.
2: That's my mum's pronunciation of it.
0: So, (laughs) well,
1: your mother is wrong.
2: Primark. Okay. There we go, yeah. you know. Uh, Actually quite like
3: the Greg's thing. I can imagine like racing stripes looking like sausage rolls, like down the side of a car.
2: <laughs> mm. I is, love
3: this idea.
2: This is a this is a deep rabbit hole that I'm going to pull us out of <laughs> as we go into the next question. Um
0: <laughs> Brought to you by LaPunny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what driver on the current grid would make the best stand up comedian? Funniest driver? Mm-hmm. That's a good question.
0: Um, Max Verstappen is what jumps out to me. Really? I think he's. I think he's a really funny guy. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Br- British bias. That's what you're all doing. No, I right? no, I, <laughs> no, I just is. don't think he's funny. Um, <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> he is. Um,
2: I, I could see it with maybe the, the the dry sort of Dutch sense of humor, but like. No, um, for me.
1: I um, do think he's funny, but if he's suited to stand-up, I don't know.
0: Well, there's so many different types of stand-up, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm, mm.
2: Um. Any other suggestions?
1: I mean, I think George Russell is a very funny guy, unintentionally. Hear me out, unintentionally. But oh. I don't think he is suited to stand-up, and I think Bottas would be quite funny. I think... I can see him with a microphone. Actually, no. There's a stand-up comedian on TikTok who comes up on my for you page all the time, and he has that moustache, kind of like Bottas does at the moment. And I mm. think I'm just thinking of him. <laughs> so maybe not mm. Bottas.
2: I was, I again, I wanted to cheat a little bit here and say Sebastian Velo, because he was so good with the dad jokes at press conferences. Is like he's just deadpan delivery. I thought he was really good at that personally, but he's not on the current grid, so I would probably say Yuki Sonoda. I think Yuki's a, a very... Oh,
3: he is funny. He's
2: a funny guy. And he, like, it's almost like that, again, he doesn't quite, you know, fully get English, which I think also adds to the charm, like, because it's just a little bit deadpan as a result. Um, I think he's a funny guy, man. Like, like I love that when he responded to Zanvort when people thought he was helping Red Bull out on purpose and he thought that Yuki might have done it on purpose. Um, I love the fact that he said, like, we need to have an MRI scan of your brain. We need to open you up and see what's going on in there. And I and I, 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 cracked up when I heard that comment. So I'd probably say Yuki. I think Yuki low-key, I think, is very funny. Um, if I do say so myself. Any other suggestions real quick? Mm-hmm.
3: I mean I would probably say Lando. I, I this is probably the british bias again in me but um I just I he's got a very dry sense of humor and a lot of people don't find him funny but I really do like he's quite sarcastic and I love sarcasm.
2: Sure. Sure. Whoever floats your boat comedic-wise. Yeah, I I could see that, certainly. Um, Yeah, I I think I I like my Yuki suggestion on that one. Um, I think Daniel Ricciardo (laughs) would would probably be quite good at it, too, funnily enough. Again, that sort of sense of humor I think would suit him down to the ground. Um, mm. The grid. Should Monaco stay on the F1 calendar? That's a room splitter. Um, if I, if I, yes, I, know... I think so. Yes, really? I think so. Get rid of it. Right. Cool. If, if, if we have to go by... Conven- Brutal. By, by, <laughs> in my opinion, if we have to go by a conventional weekend, get rid of Monaco. I would like to see them do something different with Monaco as a circuit. I was said, I mentioned before, I think a timed rally would be really cool. Like it's like a like maybe you like you set the cars off at different times and you could do like a like who can do like 30 laps of Monaco obviously as a, a Monaco track is obviously challenging in and of itself and like who could do it the fastest I, I would watch that like a lot like cycling I mean, if you ever watch cycling in their time trial stages I think that would be actually an underrated spectacle if we're gonna go by a conventional race weekend I would not miss Monaco um, what's so the white ladies? Why do you want to keep it?
1: I think I want to keep it just so that I can achieve my bucket list of going there from the question earlier, and that's it. Sure, that's really it.
2: Fair enough. It, it's <laughs> it's very selfish reasons, but I have to respect it <laughs> 100%. Um, uh, Kieran, what do you reckon? Stay or go for Monaco?
1: It's, I mean, it,
0: it's a track I put firmly in the D tier. Um, mm. When we were doing our ranking, but there's a part of me that thinks, you know, one race a year, it's it's so much tradition. Is it worth getting rid of? So w- when something's divisive, the the way it is, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm not so offended by it. I'd want to get rid of it. I just don't enjoy it myself. But I know people mm. do, so I wouldn't get rid of it. But I just talk about it to myself. <laughs>
2: interesting interesting very split. that's how
3: i feel though hmm. like i'm not i wouldn't defend the race itself like it's just it's just one big drs train or an alonso train as we've seen recently <laughs> um but yeah and qualifying is always quite interesting Qualifying's fun
2: yeah absolutely was it, was it, yeah, that's a great spectacle I
0: like yeah absolutely
2: um, I agree with a couple of the guys in the chat as well saying Formula e, fantastic track for FE like the yes. times they've raced there in other series 100% 100% I think maybe F1 might be a bit too big and a bit too fast for it in the modern age um, mm. given how it's basically it's, it's been virtually unchanged in 100 years so it's it's natural that maybe we're a bit too quick for it now at this point but yeah I can I can I get the arguments on both sides of the aisle on That one certainly. Oh, this is a good one. Um, if you could change the F1 anthem to any piece of music, what would it be?
0: By anthem, do we mean the yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. I'd say so. Well,
0: I absolutely love that music Mm. by by Brian Tyler for everyone. Um, I'd have to go with potentially Coldplay's Fix You. Nothing hypes me it. up like no 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 na 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 no and then Verstappen goes past and Hamilton goes past. So yeah, I'll go with Fix You by Coldplay.
2: <laughs> sure. Any, any other suggestions? Ladies? I would
3: take it back to Fleetwood Mac, The Chain.
2: Go back to the chain. Look, you can't go wrong with the chain. It is a classic great song. for a reason. Um, like that's a that's a great that's a great pick, Hannah. If you got a suggestion, maybe
1: the only thing that's come to mind is Darude Sandstorm" and oh, I just...
2: <laughs> the nightclub classic. <laughs> that's the
1: only song, and I'm trying desperately to think of another one, but it's just in my head. I can't. The boys. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. <clears throat> Happiness. What? Um... No, okay, no, the, the, the one Espen used on his TikTok oh. happiness, who's that guy oh, yeah. I'm doing the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> <I'm loving
3: it. laughs>
0: I, who does that is it Jordan Sparks or
3: I think, am I making I, that up? that's who I was thinking it was mm. Mm. well let's go with it then it's Jordan Sparks the,
2: the, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm not sure on that one because I'm not a big music person, but i uh, a couple of suggestions I I had. Um, Enter Enter Sandman is a, is a, is one of my all time favorite mm. hype songs. So that would always go down well. Um, can't go wrong with that. Um, I'd say I I did grow up listening to a lot of rock music, um, and like. Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance is one of my all-time favorite songs. So I would love, like, the intro for that would be a really nice lead-in as well. Um, So, you know, I love the, the guys in the chat I mentioned in, like, some of the old F1 themes, like like um Lift Me Up, whereby I think it was by, that was by Moby, I want to say, in and ITV had the rights to F1. Great shout. Um. Yep. Yeah,
0: oh, right here, right now by Fatboy that, Slim. Great, cool. That's a that's, that's a great. That's, yeah. it, it's used a lot as like a hype song, but that is or lose yourself, Eminem just the instrument oh that. yeah that'd be great oh yeah yes that's what they walk out to at stoke city stadium <laughs> oh is it at
2: 365 there yeah. you go didn't know that cool cool
0: with no lyrics though it's a daytime it's a family show, it's a
2: family uh, show. absolutely okay uh uh two more to go penultimate question what's one rule you would change in f1 any rule you could change what? i would
1: have all the drivers competing in a kart race either before or after the race weekend and it counts for points towards the championship.
2: Mm. A kart race. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: Take so, it like back sprint races but take it back to karting. Yes.
1: <laughs> do I actually want that? I don't know, but I just think it'll be fun.
2: <laughs> sure. I I'd watch that for a, for a few weeks a year. Yeah, i will do a few karting races just Tickle that curiosity bone a little bit, yeah, absolutely. Um, any other suggestions for a rule change?
0: I'd like to see refuelling again. No, just yeah, no. anything to like anything to boost pit stops and change up anything that could happen in a race. Yeah, that added so much strategy. Yeah, I mean, it could potentially set someone on fire, <laughs> but that's a risk I'm personally willing to take from the comfort of my flat. It's like
2: you do know why they got rid of refuelling, right, Kieran? <laughs>
0: Oh, I mean, look—you—you you, you, approached this from a very pessimistic uh, way. Yes, Jay. I don't appreciate uh, it. I think they should bring it back.
2: <laughs> no, they got—they got rid of refueling because they thought it made the races boring and it turned them all into sprints. Like I'd like, no.
0: Yeah, but we've we've seen. Oh, uh, there've been no boring races since, haven't there? <laughs> look. They lied. They lied to you. You've you've taken the corporate narrative there, Dre. That's what you've done. Bring it no, back. No, you
2: put words in my mouth. No,
0: I don't. Show me them flames. No,
2: like, oh no, no, no. I, I'm not a fan of refueling. Like, like that, that, that can stay dead as far as I'm concerned. Um, if there's one rule I've never liked, it is the being able to change tires under a red flag rule. Like, I, I'm not. A, I'm that was not, my one. I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, you know, like, like it, it, it kills so much of the excitement about races. And honestly, I, I get why teams like it because it opens up more doors strategically. Um, I remember Grosjean
0: like refueling.
2: No, <laughs> Um, but like at the same time, like it's it turns races like into zero stoppers. Like I remember when Grosjean's first race at Hase he finished sixth purely because of the red flag, meaning that he didn't have to go, go through the pits at all. I'm not a fan of that. I I I, I can't stand that rule. Like you stay on the tyres you're on, as far as I'm concerned, because I think it kills a lot of the hype about races when they have the. Um, when they ha- when they have that rule where you could just change tires under a red flag, it, I'm I'm not a fan of that at all. I think it I think it does damage to the quality of races. Personally, um, anyone else with any other suggestions for for a rule change, real quick, besides the terrible idea of bringing back
0: refueling, um, I mean, just generally equal machinery. Even even if it's just for a race, I would so love to see everyone compete in an equal car. Mm-hmm.
2: Watch IndyCar, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I stole yours, didn't I, Charlie? Um, you did, yeah.
3: My
2: my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, I, I I did like one in the chat as well. I saw. I think it was from Matt Adams. You said minimum two stops. I, I I'd love for them to change it around so that the one stopper is eliminated. Um, I I can't stand those like sort of races where a raceable tire can do more than half race distance. I think it's like it's like Mexico last year where we've just had Max go forever on a set of mediums and just was able to just smash out lap after lap. It just takes the excitement away. I, I, I like having more aggressive tire wear in races. Um,
0: and but that was also down to Max just being in a different class that it, day. Yeah. Like it was incredible time. Management. A little
2: bit of that as well. But um, I've never been a fan of of like, one stoppers dominating races I'm 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 like I, I I I I think tires across the board should be softer that's how I look at it certainly okay final question final question describe F1 using only the letters in your name what yeah like <laughs> yeah like that's that's what it says here from Katie describe F1 only using the letters in your name
1: so, so, meaning a letter beginning with H, a letter beginning, oh, yeah. sorry, a word beginning with H.
2: <laughs> a word
3: beginning with H, okay. blah 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 blah.
0: Like an acrostic. Kind yes, of like. I
2: suppose so. Yeah. Okay. Dre
3: okay. isn't going to have many words, is he? Uh, yeah,
2: dang- <laughs> yeah, da- dang- Yeah, I've got it for you. Dangerous, reckless entertainment.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that's there was, we go. That
2: was
0: really bloody good. That was very good. That was. I like
2: that. Thank you, thank you. I'm here all week. Uh, good, <laughs> good good luck with that everybody i i have to say um if you want to make it a ac- acrostic feel free um and, you know you, if you've only got three letters to play with i know hannah you're you're not exactly in great shape here with i hate. mean
1: i've only done three letters so yeah
0: but that... how, how did that happen
1: well because the same three letters just appear <laughs> twice <laughs> so oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's a mnemonic, it reads the same way backwards it? Yeah,
1: I never, never oh, noticed yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, heroic Aesthetic And nail biting That's two words, but it's allowed well, well,
2: there's, there's a hyphen in there normally I think I've seen people use it as one word We'll, we'll go yeah. with that well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that fussy Aesthetic
1: being like uh, The vibrancy of all the different cars Like Just imagine them like all on the grid All different colours, just the vibe that's that's what I mean by aesthetic.
2: 100%. Totally get that. Kieran and Charlie, good luck to you. Um, Are you ready, <laughs>
3: Kieran? Or do you want me to go?
0: Yeah, you go.
3: Okay. Creative, <laughs> hilarious, accomplished, resourceful, lovely, emotional, and yay. <laughs>
2: Yay, Yay. <laughs> in the end. I love that.
3: that yeah.
2: Nice. Also, thanks for chat for correcting me. It was palindrome, was the word I was looking for, not mnemonic. Thank you. I do appreciate ah. that. But, um, yeah,
0: Kieran? I'm going to go full name.
2: Wow. Brave. Go for it.
0: Cars in abundance, <sighs> racing, accidents, nourishment. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. A... I'm, I'm still going, Dre. Yeah. Right? I'm still yeah. going. Oh amazing knowledgeable exciting stuff very good very good Kira.
2: very
1: very good oh Thank stuff you. being the s yes, I, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the e was exciting stuff <laughs> a- a- excellent work it no
0: i I stick to the rules and put one word on one letter. I
1: yeah. yeah, maybe I should uh, maybe I should listen. Brilliant. But I'm not going
2: to. Kieran has outshone us all on that one. That is impressive work. That was well worth getting through like the, the 80 90 minutes to get through to the end there and have Kieran have that was the ending. And then yeah, brilliant work if I do say so myself. <laughs> very, very well done.
0: Thank you.
2: Um, That'll do it. That was our 20 questions from Katie. Um, I hope I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got to know us a little bit better through F1, uh, cheat meals, um, describing the sport using the letters of our name, and hot dog eating contests. Truly <laughs> what you're here for at WTF1, if, if I do say so myself. Um, but uh, yeah, like we'll be back a little bit later this week. Uh, we'll be talking some bold predictions, because if there's one thing that's not going to spit the room talking about removing teams from F1's history, maybe bold predictions about F1 teams will. (laughs) Good luck to us all on that one. Uh, I've been Dre Harrison, David, Kieran Oakes, Hannah Atkinson, and Charlie Williams. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. Take care.
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly
1: Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts